He was a rocker who liked fast cars and even faster women. Sex. That's the greatest thing about being a musician. His passion for music was rivaled by only one thing. I've gone to his hotel room on occasion, and uh, there have been more women there than I would count on one hand. But his addiction to sex finally forced Chris Gaines to seek help. Fortunately, he did get help, because if he didn't, he was headed down a path that was just destructive. Chris Gaines' solo career took him to the top of the charts. Then his manager took him to the cleaners. I turned Chris Gaines from a nobody into a superstar. His world tours were renowned for their outrageous antics. I remember going over to Chris's house. He was packing and he was packing a chainsaw on his back. There was a chainsaw on tour, yes, there was. When he lost his best friend, he almost lost his way. Heaven knows I'm head over heels at shows. I know they were close. They had a, like a brother thing going. Chris's face was horribly disfigured in a spectacular car crash. You live with your face for 25 years and then just have it totally reshaped. It's, uh, it's not an easy thing. But he came back to fight another day. He basically had said to them, you know what? I'm the king now, and you're going to answer to me. Now, Rock's mystery man revealed behind the life of Chris Gaines. Gracious, goodness gracious. Where where to begin with a <laughs> with a man? The myth. The illustrious Christopher Gaines. <laughs> Everybody. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Chris, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. You may be saying, who? <laughs> who the fuck? What the fuck? Um, and you'd you'd be right to ask those questions, Stoppies, because I think everybody involved in the creation of the album that we are going to be discussing today uh desperately wants to forget what what brought us to this point in 1999 when uh, multi-platinum selling superstar country artist Garth Brooks needed some motivation to lose 30 pounds and decided that the way to do it was to reinvent himself as an alter ego that uh, is like Chris Angel crossed with fucking Chris Cornell with a press-on soul patch. Well, and I mean, look, yeah, that's the look. He's got this look like he's like Nikki Six or something. <laughs> yes, the, the little the little Lee press Nikki's on soul patch and the guy liner and I like you, you listen to the album though and it's just like proto train. It's like not at all a rocker or, show. Or, or um um oh god now counting crows. I mean it, it's yeah. yeah it's the I, I mean, don't I think you're doing Adam Dirt's a little dirty with that there. Uh, uh, sh- shout out no, to counting crows. No, 
now. Big shout out to Counting Crows. I'm just Adam ta- Dirks, I'm talking about what I think he was going for, like that late '90s Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Counting Crows. Well, he certainly got the Goo Goo haircut. He, he got certainly got that Goo Goo flat iron going, and yeah. was like, "This is who I am now." Except it's not who I am. Except I'm gonna stunningly and shockingly commit to this bit, mm. um, and then. Immediately drop it. I mean, I don't, I don't, because you cannot find this record. It's not on iTunes. No. It is not uh, streaming on Amazon. You can barely even get any of the tracks on YouTube. You can get covers. But luckily, somehow, you had a physical copy of this album. Yes. 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 Which seems as as good a time as any. What's the story behind that? All right. Well, maybe we should introduce our guest and actually tell you what the show is. It's, It's easy to be disoriented, and we need some help to navigate. Navigate this this uh, experience. So we have invited Lisa McColgan on the show today. Hello. And I I do have a bio that I found from your Facebook. So I'll, I will. Oh my Facebook. I will. Bio. Oh my god. I know, right? So your Facebook profile describes you as a writer, database vixen, bongo Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, total witch, yes, ne'er do well, and malcontent. I but am all those things. You are also a member of the B52s cover band Bikini. Whale. I am. But you're also currently working on developing a podcast I am. as well, right? I am developing a podcast. And tell tell us about that, and then we'll and then we'll inevitably get somehow get back around to Chris to, Gaines. To why but. I have that record? <laughs> um, so yeah, I am working on a podcast now called Stay Scary, and yes. it's about horror movies. But not rather than talking about specific films, uh, the goal is to talk about specific tropes and themes in horror movies, such as uh, the trope of the final girl. So in most slasher movies, there's yeah. usually you know, and I, I need you to be on that one um, to talk to me about Hell that yeah. final girl. Oh, that nice. sounds great. The, the, last, cool. the virginal uh, girl, the one that doesn't, because, you know, the, the people who have sex are inevitably the ones that get the pitchfork, pitchfork of crunched course. through them. But the nice girl emerges covered in blood at the end of the movie every but time. If I was going to do a podcast, though, I'd do it about the cool kids who have sex and then die. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, we can talk about that. That would be the name of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> cool kids who have sex and die. Yes. I mean, that's basically the story of uh, Chris Gaines, isn't it, right? He, had, he was the Except cool he kid. The... He didn't get a pitchfork plunged through him, but he did get a, a Lee Presson soul patch. <laughs> I mean, I guess the pitchforks were courtesy of uh, the mainstream media at the time and all of his fans and... Uh, 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 you sure. know, everyone who was who was deeply confused by whatever this fucking was. Yeah. I wonder if he did get the pitchfork as in like a bad review on pitchfork. <laughs> yeah, was pitchfork pitchfork was I around in ninety nine. I seem to remember right? that people were pretty kind to him. <laughs> like it's well, not bad. Well, it seems like he was going through a Which time. Which is wrong. Yeah, Which that is, is the wrong. wrong take. That is correct. <laughs> the <laughs> wrong thing for people to tell him. <laughs> This yeah, this isn't fine. I don't think Garth Brooks was fine when he was. I'm gonna go when we when we actually get into this. I have I have some some weird psychoanalysis that I've been doing of like Chris of of <laughs> Garth's uh, mindset so at the time and doing what Chris Gaines. All right. Yeah, what was going on? There's also I want to get into the like elaborate Chris Gaines backstory that was concocted for like yes. oh, yeah. to be the background character of commitment. another movie total another character's commitment. movie oh my god and I also though want to talk about why do you have a physical copy of this album uh, alright oh yes uh, so exactly. well back in the 90s um, my siblings and I were going through a phase of uh, what's the most fucked up thing we can get one another for birthday presents <laughs> 
And I can't remember if my brother or my sister got me this record, um, but it was pretty messed up. But I think my brother ultimate <laughs> my brother ultimately won the competition when he got me um, a copy of the Dr. Laura Schlesinger game. Oh my God. It's a game, oh, an Ask oh Dr. Laura game. I was so I have I did not take it out of the shrink wrap for years. I was so terrified. You and your you didn't sit down right with your siblings right then. And play, play a, a sex <laughs> game. Yeah, we, we, Dr. Laura. Uh, Dr. No, Laura was Dr. like Laura was a uber, No, that's Dr. Ruth. Oh. No, Dr. Laura is like this right wing, like okay, terrible. Wait. I remember yeah, Dr. Laura. She was yeah, like, she, like, yeah. Like a, yeah. She was like a talk. She did talk radio. Yeah, yeah talk, uh, radio. talk show. Yeah, so uh, the Ask Dr. Laura game, it has like oh, these wow. little phones and stuff. It's really messed up. So maybe I'll have a party at my house. And Just listen to Chris Gaines on full volume. And listen to Chris Gaines. And, and like, <laughs> oh, by the way, you're listening oh, yeah. to Make It Stop. Bad <laughs> nice music. segue. Good times. I'm Mike Dunn. And I'm Heather Mack. And we are, we're doing this. We just, like, conventions be damned. If, <laughs> if, if, if Garth Brooks can reinvent himself, can't we all have a, you know, an alter ego? What would your alter ego be, Mike Dunn? Um, if you could reinvent yourself as something that is so confoundingly unnecessary, what would it be? I <laughs> guess uh, I'd be a, a Guy Fieri drag queen uh, <laughs> named uh, Tony with an I aioli. <laughs> Tony Aioli. Tony Aioli. That's a great one. Nice. You've been hiding that one in your in your back pocket. Just gonna make a record. (laughs) All you need. (laughs) All you need is a soul patch. Again, once again, all you really need is a soul patch and a lot of disposable income. To be fair, Guy Fieri has a full goatee. And, oh, okay. You know, let's right. So you, you gotta put that in the budget. There's he's a lot one, of spirit gum to put that on. He's one of the, like, four guys that looks good with a goatee. He doesn't him, look good with him, a goatee. His, you... Him, his evil brother, uh, Paul Hollywood. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. The Rock. And <laughs> yeah. Alan Rickman. Yeah. I, I, I'd go with Alan Rickman. I don't know about The Rock with a goatee. I think The Rock really pulls off a goatee. They're the only four men who can pull off a goatee. All right. All right. The Mount Rushmore of <laughs> goatees. One, Acceptable goatees. One person who's not pull off a goatee, uh, Chris Gaines. No, which is why he didn't do it. He couldn't he, he couldn't even commit to a goatee. He he put one toe in the in the water and and did a soul patch. He he patched on a some hair, but he could not find a soul anywhere to be found <laughs> in all no. 12 or 13 there songs on this no deeply soul. ill-conceived no album. Soul. Lord, is he trying. <laughs> well, let's also, let's get into this backstory stuff, because Let, this is let's. very strange and fascinating. It, he, it is way more strange and fascinating than the music. Spoiler yeah, alert, yeah. guys. The music, <laughs> the music is... Uh, yeah, we're, we're putting that off because it's just... It's just a... It's really beige. It's it's yeah. it's Miracle Whip on Wonder Bread. Yes. Open-faced. That's your lunch. <laughs> Wouldn't it have a little a, a festive smear of Vegemite due to his uh, Australian roots? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. so okay, let's yes, let's let's go ahead. Let's talk about like actually just the facts of of what this is. So this album came out uh, directly after Sevens uh, that was like sold like twelve million copies or something like that. Like very very popular. Uh, he was at the top of his game uh, and in the late nineties and um, for some reason just 
inexplicably decided to hairpin turn and reinvent himself as like a tortured rock god that like never existed. And the backstory of this tortured rock god is that <laughs> he grew up, his name is Chris, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Never Chris Christopher, Gaines. just Chris. Um, grew up in Australia. So inexplicably Australian. There's Not, no, no attempt Australian to make an Australian accent. accent. Yeah, no. <laughs> they you, cast an, like a, a, an Australian lady to like be his fake mom and the fake behind the music, which you heard at the beginning of this uh, show. Um, that was the first two minutes of the behind the music that was made about this artist that didn't exist about... Beyond yeah. that... The beyond promotional that. blitz. Beyond yes. that, Chris Gaines was, n- like, conceived of as not just, like, for this beyond the behind the music thing, but they were going to make an entire movie yes. called The yep. Lamb... The screenplay the was lamb. written the for. Lamb. It's unclear exactly what The Lamb is about. It's some kind of psychological thriller. Yes, it's yeah. apparently he's supposed to die within the first, like, five minutes of the film. Yes. And Chris then Gaines it follows... is not the main character in the movie. No. He is <laughs> a his, background about character. About fake, the fake movie, about his fake life. But we also know... Where he dies immediately. Yes. <laughs> And does us all a favor. <laughs> but yeah, he has this elaborate backstory where his like, you know, oh co-songwriter God. and best friend died in a plane crash, and he got in because they all yeah. die in a plane crash. Then he got crash. in a car crash, Wait. and his face got fucked up, and, and then it, it just it, looked it, like Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks. <laughs> Garth Brooks with his head tilted down and his cheeks sucked in. Oh, yeah. You like, look at this he, picture and stop because you need to like yeah, look, yeah, that look that it shit up. up. It's hilarious. He has this wig, this like I don't know, who, uh, stringy, it, it, <laughs> flat iron. Like a Trent Reznor wig. Yeah, yeah. The Oof. fragile era Trent Reznor. <laughs> so the fake rock star like loses his best friend in a car crash, goes solo and sells a million, you know, millions and millions of records. He his dad is a disappointed dad yeah, like who wanted him to be a swimming star. He was like an <laughs> Olympic swimmer or like that Olympic pretty, swim coach. Did they show Garth Brooks like his face like photoshopped onto some guy in a speedo? I don't remember because that would have been like awesome. I just wanted to make you proud of me pop like that, that is actually a little bit similar to the real life story of Lars Ulrich <laughs> wait remember we had uh, Megan and Ashley on they were talking about tennis, oh yeah that's guy. right was, that's, his dad wanted him to be a tennis, tennis star oh yeah. yeah so they stole that then they stole they like stole the buddy Holly then they stole like drummer. I decided to be a drummer and collect a lot of really fucking expensive paintings dad I just want to be a drummer god <laughs> How is this Only real? Only a fucking drummer. And then they stole the big bopper, like, you know, yeah, uh, car cr- plane or plane crash. crash situation. Yeah, or like and, Randy Rhodes. And then... Aaliyah, everybody who yeah. does the plane crash. Because, yeah. of course, so the plane crash, then sad dad, or like disappointed dad gets cancer and dies and still doesn't appreciate his son's success. And, <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> and all these rending emotional, you know, so break... parties with all these women in a chainsaw <laughs> yes, in his yep. hotel room. Yeah, and right. All, all this excess and all this crazy shit going on in his life and the songs that, he, that come out of him this character Chris Gaines the, the what he expresses to the world is like it's like a, a Sanka with like NutraSweet yes like it's, yeah. oh my god Sanka with NutraSweet that is a so non-dairy correct. creamer this, this is a non-dairy creamer of an album let me tell you <laughs> fucking what so 
Okay, and like the part that makes it so absurd is that they also take great pains to discuss how, uh, you know, Chris Gaines is such a wild man and a sex addict that he's oh, yeah, addicted right. to sex. He's a sex addict. He has more women than you can count on one hand, uh, apparently, <laughs> in one room. Missionary with the lights out. Yeah. That is Chris Gaines. <laughs> you know, yeah, when I look at Chris Tell Gaines, me I, I look do like Chris think, Cornell. <laughs> I think sex god oh, yeah. when I see that face. Yeah. Yeah, look, like, a, like a 35-year-old, like, Trent from Daria, like, <laughs> washed up, still trying to make it in Mystic Spiral. Like, that's what this motherfucker looks like. <laughs> what do you guys think of Garth Brooks, Garth, like, the real Garth Brooks? Um, you know, I'm not a big country, like, contemporary country music person, but from all, like, reports, like, he's a decent dude. He's very, like, pro-LGBTQ. Um, there's actually, and you should look this up on YouTube, back when uh, The Muppet Show did, like, a revamp, like, in the mid to late 90s the Muppet Show did like a brief yeah. like reboot yeah I remember that and there Garth Brooks is on an episode of it and he's like he's doing Fiddler on the Roof he's Tevya and Fiddler on the Roof and he's like kicking the gonzo chickens off the roof of the <laughs> and it's actually really funny like he just he seems like a decent dude who just thought this was a good idea I I want to unpack that okay why what compelled this to happen. It had to have originated from Garth Brooks himself. And it seems like, so I was thinking about this in the context, because we've also discussed the Bruno and the return of Bruno, and it was like, you know, Bruce Willis trying to reinvent himself as as a uh, or like Bruce Willis performing as a rock star, and the whole story that they invented for that with the mockumentary and all that stuff was that he was like you know, and he inserted himself as a rock god in every single movement, musical movement in history Bruno was responsible for. In this case, Garth Brooks invented this like this backstory for his fake, you know, character or his alter ego that was like just beset by tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't like he would. It wasn't fun like it, Bruno's it, life. No, no, there was nothing. He, he invented R and B. But in a way, it's like it's the polar opposite <laughs> of what Garth Brooks is. You know, I right, got that's friends what I, in little places. That song, you know, where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases. That's Garth yeah. Brooks. That's Garth Brooks. The only song. I know by Garth Brooks is uh, in the thunder roll. Well, yeah, I mean, just like, you know, good. So happy. that's, so he was thinking like, I need an edge or something. Like, I'm too, I'm too bland. I'm too boring. I'm like, my life is this an is not how you get an edge. My, <laughs> theory, my theory is that Garth Brooks like was frustrated, like drama club kid who, you know, <sighs> became a country artist, but he still had like all of these dramatic writings in his spiral notebooks and you know he's just like I'm gonna create something dramatic and but it's it is the, like the most sophomoric yes. you know it is it is just full of like every cliche oh, that you yeah. could possibly imagine and yeah so I just sort of feel like you know this is him getting his like theater shit out yeah or and something. I say this but as a theater person but it's not even like it doesn't there's no drama to these songs like they're just no so the songs are candy ass yeah. and, it's and like, they don't match the torture at all. and it's like I see it's, you can see what he wanted to do with you know, when you watch the documentary and stuff and, and, and you know read the backstory which you all really but should it is very fucking he, funny he, it's, I, yeah it's a send up of like 
all like you know the those behind the musics at the time like I remember I think one of the first ones I watched was the one about Leif Garrett and it was just like oh my god this guy like this teeny bopper guy who like practically killed his best yeah. friend in a car accident and became a heroin addict and yeah. well it sounds, that sounds so, just like the Motley Crue story too well, yeah, the I mean, they all, yeah. <laughs> and that's why it's like it almost feels like was this supposed to be like a, like a send up of that was it supposed to be a parody but it well, wasn't like, like, yeah. he, it could have been it could have been, been, been a really funny parody but like obviously no, the music was, doesn't match it well, and he clearly it. took it very, very seriously. seriously because he introduced yeah. it like to the world by hosting SNL yeah. as Garth Brooks and introducing Chris Gaines as the musical guest mm-hmm. yeah. he like went on a tour they, like, promoting green this that or something I don't I'm not because you can't find it it's not on you can't find it on YouTube and it's it's just wild like the documentary itself it's like tragedy after tragedy after tragedy fucking milk toast like nothing like Except easy the listening ballad thing. like the chainsaw and then there's thing a chainsaw like... and then he's and he's like so in this documentary where he's supposed to be getting as you say getting his theater shit out yeah. he's really just like dispassionately like totally like one note like looking well and then I I found myself, and then I lost myself, well, yeah, and he's... I found myself again. Like, there's no emotional depth whatsoever to anything. Well, he's a bad actor. Because, he's a very because, bad actor. Because, like, you know, he's... Hence why they wanted to kill him off in the first ten minutes of his starring movie. Yeah, that's why they of never the made the movie at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were that's like, That's why it never got good. off the ground, nor did Chris Gaines' album. This thing and, sold... And then he just had all of this, like, milk toast music that, like, he couldn't put out under himself, because his fans would never, like... Right. What the fuck is this shit? I don't understand. Like, who was this appealing to? Like, who, and and let's let's well, remember look, here's this. The, here's let's, what I think went wrong. You know, I don't think that Garth Brooks has any sort of understanding of what makes good rock music. Right. I no. think he's so entrenched in like the country world. And no. like, if you look at the songwriters on this album, it's pretty much like almost all the songs are written by the four dudes who wrote "If I Could Change the World" <laughs> by Eric Clapton. Oh God. <laughs> and it really shows. Yeah. If you yeah. just if you just listen to every song I mean it that. is an album of its time like, but just, actually just it's terrible. not that's the thing that I was gonna bring up is that this is mm. 1999 yeah. this is when fucking Limp Biscuit and Corn were at the top of the rock charts this I is when there are synthetic like Casio a, horns on this adult, there are adult contemporary Multiple. I'm not thinking I, I was thinking more like but even adult, adult contemporary. contemporary of this era like uh, you know like it was already on its way like 1999 yeah yeah, yeah. The, like, like that, that was on its way out that out. whole shit was like it's over over. Like we want to listen to Lincoln Park, you know. That's when uh, that's when that Methods album, of Mayhem came out. That, <laughs> oh god! But that is when that album "Hours" by David Bowie came out, oh, yeah. which is also adult, adult contemporary. contemporary. Yeah. Uh, maybe you know there. Maybe there was just like a whole adult contemporary wave going on in the late '90s that we were completely oblivious to that these guys were jumping on. I guess. And, and it became ultimately became vaporwave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of the songs on this album could be saved by vaporwave. Um, sounds yeah, like but, a challenge. <laughs> yeah, I know. The Stoppies, music, please remix uh, Chris Gaines' right match, now. <laughs> the music doesn't match the mayhem. No. No. With Chris Gaines. No, none of it. Yeah. So I guess we should maybe get into it. Let's, yeah, let's listen to these. Yeah, so this is the first song on the album. This is, this is what's going to set the tone for everything that we're going to listen to. Uh, it's called That's the Way I Remember It, and... Nobody does. <laughs> so <laughs> let's listen. Dancing in between. 
Convince the world that you're a tough, angsty rocker. With a chainsaw. Yeah, Jesus With the chainsaw. You can hear the chainsaw delicately <laughs> being revved in the background. <laughs> That's if the way. <laughs> Sexing Five. 12 girls at once <laughs> to this daddy daughter dance song. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be everything to everyone, Garth, and somehow you you were nothing to no one on this and every everything to follow. He's got that high little tenor that he's singing in, which That's, is, you know, yeah, he is. It's not your. It's not the prototypical country voice. I, I'm realizing now. He's not. <laughs> no, he's not I, a, a high baritone like and, you know, all and, the other guys. And as a singer, you know, I can sort of, you know, appreciate, you know, the the change to his vocals on this, you know, and how he just, you know, managed to make himself sound, you know, fairly different. From yeah. His twangy uh, from his good. I mean, good to the people who enjoyed it. Music, I yeah. guess. Uh, yeah, it's different. That's for sure. It's music to eat an Auntie Anne's pretzel at the mall too. <laughs> Unsalted. <laughs> Unsalted. <please>. Unsalted. <laughs> please give me no, no mustard. S- yep. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, no mustard. Only chainsaws. And <laughs> extra large, extra sweet iced tea. Oh. Mm. Um, mm. It's a, a commercial for a fibromyalgia. Drug yeah. is what it sounds like. And it's playing. It's playing. You know. It, yeah. It's it's the music that's playing when you're when you're shopping for you know supplements at yes. Walgreens. Yes. That's what's playing over there. It'd be funny if Jason Mraz watched that. Uh, you know the the SNL that he hosted and was just like, oh my god, it <laughs> just changed his life and launched him. <laughs> made this him the man he to is me. today. Mind blowing. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is. Proto Mraz, if there ever was. Any. Oh yeah, yeah. Proto. Mraz. <laughs> Proto Mraz. Uh, yeah, this sucks though. It's really, it's really it's bad. So, it's so <laughs> yeah, like it's, just, it's so maudlin and and meandering and and hacky and, and it's also just like syrupy like oh yeah it's ugh. yeah and you can you can definitely hear the team behind it right, um, right. if I could change the world on this one <laughs> except Babyface produced that song so at least it you know had some dynamics the production on this album is like. Very thin. It sounds unmastered. Yeah. Yeah. Very thin. Yeah. It's really bright and uh, yeah. It's yeah. and it's deeply forgettable. These uh, yeah. songs really do blend really into stick. each other. It it's doesn't like, stick with you. Yeah. Which I suppose is a good thing, but it's uh, it's audio margarine. Yeah. Let's it's, listen. To I another, can't believe uh, it's not Garth Brooks. Let's listen to another one. All right. Let's uh, go let's ahead. Listen to hit. This the one's hit. the hit. Okay. This so this hit. was a hit. It was actually it reached number five yeah, on the Billboard chart. Highest charting song. That like from the not the country the chart. not a country song yeah. and apparently it, yeah so that if this was like right behind um say my name like this was up on the charts really oh yeah. I forgot yeah with Destiny's yeah. Child like yeah. that was another thing that was happening in 1999 it was like all new metal and like really good like you know yeah R and B and like R&B. I don't pop. remember them ever playing like Chris Gaines on MTV or anything no no it was strictly VH1 it, everybody just this was, this turned was, away this was still when like MTV was for the Ute 
And yeah, I was VH1, in Utah. I was watching it. See, and and I was not, but uh, and, and VH1 was was for for the olds, and so I I kind of <laughs> fell like in between there. But I, I was thoroughly addicted to those behind the music documentaries right. yeah. because oh, I just they, they were I great. love stuff like that. Did you like have a reaction to this? Like, was this My enough? My reaction of the... was sort of like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, good for him. Um, bless his heart. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Um, I'm not really sure why he's doing this, but you know, good for him for trying. I, I'm not even. He did say, try. I'm not even saying. Lord knows he tried. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I like, I there's know. a lot of effort. There's a, that, going that's, into. So I was like, do I say A for effort? I it's mean, like you put yeah, because there's a lot of freaking like you know effort that went into know. this like whole thing. It sounds like he put a lot of effort into everything but the music. You yeah. Know? Well, right, right. He had all this. He like, spent a lot of time contriving this persona and storyline, and and wasted all the budget on the soul patch and the fucking <laughs> invented just, angst. He just had. Yeah. <laughs> Crates of soul patches. <laughs> just Maybe palletized I, in his garage. Maybe if I make it bigger, then they'll like it. <laughs> and, and if this had really taken off and, and he went oh, on tour on. as Garth Brooks, then they could sell like little stickers. As Chris Gaines, you mean? As Chris Gaines, as Chris Gaines, and, and do the little soul patches along with the with the with the t-shirt. Did he really how could he think that this was going to take off? I like this was a flightless fucking album from the very beginning, but I guess he thought people would be excited by oh wow, a country guy went rock? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. And this is the kind of rock that and he went. Not so rock. let's let's listen to it. Let's so do this Lost in You. Lost in You. Addiction reference there. I yeah. played every field, I suppose. I suppose. I suppose. I suppose. A lot of. Can't you tell he's a he's a sex addict who's a... reeling from the death of his best friend, who's who's suffering his uh you know the loss of his father. Oh yeah. So wait. Also, we should be. This is the name of this album. We haven't even said the name of the album, but it is uh, in the life of Chris Gaines, and or it's it's Chris Gaines's greatest Great, hits. His greatest it's, hits. It's like named two names, but either way, it's supposed to be a collection of his greatest hits throughout his entire, you know, multi-talented, multifaceted career where he's experienced all these, you know, dramatic ups and downs and uh, all of that. So really comes through with songs like fucking Lost in You, right? Lost in You. Definitely yeah. a really weird move to start the album off with two, like, Super acoustic ballads. Like, so, yeah. Like, sappy, you know garbage like the high whining falsetto and like this flaccid faux spanish guitar like what the fuck is happening like it sounds like a tossed off like late era backstreet boys track yeah like, it sounds like i can yeah. just see aj straddling across the back of a chair with his soul patch making sweet sweet love to the camera exactly. like it's definitely what we'll be playing at a talbots in 1999 yeah, yeah. 
Yes. This is a high-waisted, pleated pant of a fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a Chico's. I don't, I don't even oh, yeah, know yeah. it's Talbot's. I don't think it's Talbot's. This, this is, isn't even this Talbot's is, material. This is like Contempo Casual. Oh, my God. I feel like Chico's would have been a little cooler. They would have been playing Oh, the Sweetest Thing by U2 <laughs> in 99. Yeah. What is the appeal of this? I don't, I don't Who know. Who is interested it's, in this? Well, it didn't sell. There wasn't don't much appeal to it. know a lot about music like this song. I, I sort of feel like it's just... It was a lot of people. Well, it's it sold, reached number five. five. Well, I mean, don't don't, don't underestimate. I want to look at which out which songs it beat out. Like, what were the other songs that were on the charts? That were more that were less popular than Lost in You. Uh, the album itself did not sell very well by Garth Brooks standards. No, it sold like seven hundred thousand copies, which. Uh, and yet somehow in 1999 I was copy. horrible. In 1999, if you sold 700,000 copies of a record, you were shit. Yep, yep. Uh, but, like, they, they printed 2 million copies of it. Yep. So, like, and also I checked on Amazon, and to buy this album new, it's, like, $40 yeah, on it's CD. Kinda, it's insane. Which is crazy if it if they over overprinted by that much. So that means that there must just be a crater like, on the moon. Yeah, full there's of these a. Fucking yeah, it's right next zones. to all those ET uh, Atari games yes. in like New Mexico, buried <laughs> under the ground. Underground. Yeah. So let's see. Let's find out the Hot 100 th- this week. Okay. Um, so it was there number five. It you. beat out Smooth. <laughs> oh wow! And All Star that flip. week. Oh, so yeah, and Rob and Thomas. Bills, like Bills, another, Bills. Like, it was ahead of Bills, Bills, Bills. It was ahead of All Stars. All Star. Oh wow! Day. Only beat out by Genie in a Bottle a, and Summer Girls by LFO. And Balamo. That was number one. Let the rhythm take you over, Balamo. God, I'm desperate for a rhythm to be taking me over at this point. Nothing's taking you over, but just the, the sense of why. Yeah, I'm bored. I'm I taking know. over by boredom. We can listen to the next song. I guess we also can. Boring. <laughs> Call a snow in July. Oh God, <laughs> so stupid. Let's do it. Sweet and was strong. Oh, now you're talking about your freedom. What is that you say? You suddenly declared to me. Independence day. Caught me by surprise. I feel like he was trying to channel like a Kenny Loggins thing there. Uh, I, Richard, I just Richard Marks yeah. just said Jamira Y. <laughs> Jamira Y. <laughs> I will say this is the first song that kind of made sense with how Chris Gaines looks. This is the type of music that the guy that looks like that might play, which is like boring, you know, middle-aged, vaguely uh, funky, bar rock, white boy, yeah, Yeah. like just like pseudo funk. You know, this is this is what if you go into like one of the shitty tourist bars on Bourbon Street, they're playing this kind of music. I wouldn't even no. It's like a shitty bar in Boston. Yeah, we're not we're not making it to Bourbon. Rock rock cafe. We're talking yes, like if you go to the Hard Rock Tuesday night, if you go to night. any Hard Rock Cafe in America, yes. this is what's happening. Like a Ben 
hooligans in the Ooh. in the suburbs on a Friday night. That's you know where there's yep. just a, a lot of like you know much older women kind of doing the two step shuffle. I also, I also feel like uh, people who listen to jam bands like this kind of stuff. I don't Do know. It, what? I nobody likes this. Like no nobody. I don't. Chris Gaines doesn't like this. Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks does doesn't not like this. Like That's this. why you can't find this anywhere. Right. Yeah. Literally scrubbed like from the has, records. Not on Amazon. Like, not on YouTube. This off. He has written this off. We had to go analog for you, Stoppies. That's yeah. how. That's how serious this was. We had to go in party like it's 1999. Oh yeah. You know? This is what a party go, in 1999 to, feels like. I had to rip <laughs> a copy for them. Oh my god. Yes, we're not paying for we we looked online and like to get a new copy of this album it was like what like fifty dollars or something bucks. like forty yeah. bucks. I was like, we or you are. could also get it on cassette <laughs> for, for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Yes. Jesus, this whole song is apparently about like a woman going frigid. And I'm like, that Gross. makes sense, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, consent listen, can be revoked at any time. When I hear Chris this, and my lagoon of mystery goes as dry and <laughs> arid as the Sahara. <laughs> there's there's no moisture happening. Oh, man. No. God. It's as thirsty as his fucking hair. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, like, it's, it's stunning. Like, three songs in and you're just like, how, how could... It's so bad. And I guess... I'm like trying to figure out like has he like reconciled with this does he like I was trying to find like any comments he's made about about this this. like what is going on I read one article where somebody was trying to argue that this was like brave you know what I mean like (laughs) that this was like somehow like why how this was not brave 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 is like because white men should get credit for trying brave is like Tori spelling like attempting to play Lady Macbeth this is not brave (laughs) (laughs) but it's as ill uh, advised Ill as, <laughs> as ill-advised yeah. with that same level of bless your heart hey so for this next song yeah uh drifting away i uh Uh-oh. for whatever reason my copy of the cd uh this song didn't work okay well that's so okay. what i did was i went on youtube and i found a video of dude wearing bracelets and five <laughs> rings oh jeez like being like my Les Paul is like my primary ex. Uh, Here, I'm gonna let's pull it up. <laughs> I'm gonna jam on my ex. And so he actually plays you. over the the actual song. So I did hear the actual song, but I also heard him trying to play it on his <laughs> ex. Oh my god, this is an very badly. Oh man, <laughs> this is wow, wow. I gotta see this dude. I can't wait. His ex. I can't wait. Oh my Les god. Paul is pretty much my main ex. Oh, oh my god, I hate him. This is so funny. This is the this is the. Chris Gaines fan right here. Les Paul's studio standard. Oh and then you can tell it's from the 90s because it says Gibson. What he's got he spiky bracelets. He's got a Misfits like bracelet. Our studio. Or, uh, oh, sure look at this couch. Oh, my oh God. My God. <clears throat> this is like his mother's couch. For sure. We're sick oh, my God. Fuck it, right? <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? That that's I'm exactly sure what Garth Brooks was thinking. That is the proper attitude. Oh my God! Stop! Can you stop? Oh, here we go. Oh, God. All right, all right, 
So that's drifting away. He's it, got a he's got a that's gentle all, touch. That's the only version of drifting away I've ever heard. Uh, it's and almost better. It's it's, it's better. It's better. It's bless better. Him. Bless him and his primary acts. <laughs> this guy is cooler than Chris Gaines. Oh, you know what? Sure. My God. Even def- on that I mean, he does have couch. five rings. So and eight bracelets. How many rings does Chris Gaines have? None. Uh, probably a couple. I mean, a couple. Yeah, yeah. he's probably got like one of those like a pinky ring. A, a, he's, a, a pinky ring and like a, toe a, hema- ring. a hematite on his thumb. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 you know he's got like a hematite ring on yeah. his thumb. Yeah, you know he's not vaccinating his kids. Chris Gaines <laughs> is Chris Gaines an anti-vaxer? <laughs> he, he, I think he talks about that in the song right now. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. And one. his wife sells essential oils. Oh yes. Bless them. And he's singing songs like "Drifting Away." Drift in the sleep, like fucking, with such an elaborate bad boy fake backstory, you would think that Homeboy would write a song that doesn't sound like fucking Kenny G singing to a house plant. Like, I just... (laughs) Like, maybe that's what gets, that's what pulls in the chicks, man. So many chicks are, yeah. Because, you know, Chris Chris Gaines was just like going through them like water. So yeah, so many basements are flooded by the... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sweet dulcet town tones of uh, fucking Chris Gaines. He just makes it so sexy to be bland. Yeah. What is happening? Missionary with the lights out has never been so sexy. <laughs> he keeps, Every, he keeps his boxers on and just pulls his through the hole. You know, he keeps his socks on. The, light, the, the lights are always out when you cover your yes. entire eyes with your your flat iron bangs. Bangs like, like flapping against uh, his forehead, mumbling sweet nothings at you. <laughs> Jesus. He's got ranch in his flavor saver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I this is de- this song. There's something else hidden in that valley. Oh man. Oh god. This song definitely gives me like youth pastor trying to connect with the kids it's, vibe, hey you know. Man, Jesus was just a was just a misunderstood rock star. (laughs) That tracks. That definitely tracks. Uh, This is supposed to be a rock album. I'm revoking your soul patch, sir. This is absurd. There's no rock. This is driveway. This this is driveway gravel. Yeah. Driveway gravel. White driveway gravel. He's it, the lyrics are so bad too. Like it, there's one lyric where he just says it blows and nobody knows what it's gonna do, and I'm pretty sure that that's exactly like the attitude yeah. he made. <laughs> like, he um, he approached this album with. Oh god! <laughs> and then he yeah. Then there's lyrics about teardrops falling from heaven's eyes, which is like which, pop, like nothing which more is, rock da- you know dangerous rock star than, than. Wait, he's just saying tears in heaven. That's just another Eric Clapton song. <laughs> Tears drop from heaven's eyes. Right. Tears. If you saw my soul patch in heaven. I, I was gonna make a, a, a song like we made last on the last episode, Heather, but I realized it'd be in exceptionally poor taste. Oh for no, Clapton. Oh, so. oh, oh, See, yes. Yeah. We're not gonna do that. Yeah. I'm all about the poor taste. So but you can oh, tell me later. Even also, taste. fuck Eric Clapton. He's a racist piece of shit. Yeah, he's. But mm, I'm not gonna. He's problematic. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about him. Fucking his dead son. <laughs> I, you said it, not me. I oh. did. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 
this next song is called The Way of the Girl. Oh, God, I hate oh, this man. song. The Way of the Girl. That's the what you're going to hear. Girl. Starring Be- Ryan Philippi. Because we're all and like Del this. Toro. And, and Chris Gaines knows. Yep, here we go. Can't they stay since you found her? What's this creature about? Creature. That's what women are. This is some flatulent guitar, too, man. Oh, man. So, uh, the other instruments on the song, other than the guitar, sound like they were, like, recorded on a CD-ROM Oh, yeah. Program. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The sassy Casio, like, mall food court music just continues. I feel like he's trying to do Peter Gabriel on this song. Ooh, Yeah. Yeah. This is like a wannabe yeah, Peter Gabriel. It's a wannabe yeah. Peter Gabriel, but literally about like Chris Gaines being sent into a tailspin because a woman has an independent thought. Well, I'm sorry, not a woman, a girl and a, yeah. and a creature. Because yeah, that's just the way of the girl. It's just the way of the girl. Yeah, is that meant to evoke like, a, you know, like kung fu movie no. type shit? Or no, like, it's, just, uh, it's just like, oh, she's those... done something crazy. That's just the way of the girl. Oh, so it's not like a not like an Eastern philosophy. The way follow no. the way of the girl. The no, the girl. there's no, no. no. a philosophy. <laughs> no, philosophy no, to be found. There's no philosophy. This is the type of philosophy that Chris Gaines is serving. Quote: Some made it for money, and some made it for love. Some made it for romance. My baby's all the above. What? That's just the What does that mean? <laughs> that what, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I was like half asleep when I listened yeah. to this album, and. Uh, yeah. There weren't many memorable lyrics in any songs except for uh, Right Now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which God. is the one interesting song in the album that I came in to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Should we just move on to the next one? This one's go, really fucking stupid. We could move on stupid. to Unsigned Letter. Ugh, okay. Ugh. This one, ugh, this yeah. is so, so bad. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have some I thoughts could, on this I'm one. I'm so glad I could bring Facilitate the joy. <laughs> yeah. We're in hell. Thanks, your <laughs> Thanks valuable, Lisa. Your valuable family heirloom. I know. Chris Gaines album. True. I, I still don't know which sibling to blame for that. I don't remember. I was, your loss was our gains. No! <laughs> Fuck! Vroom, <laughs> 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 vroom. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and play uh, Unsigned Letter. Alright, this is 1,000% a Wallflower song. Yes. 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 That just is what it is. Yeah. It is Discount Wallflowers, who are themselves already Discount Tom Petty. Yes! yes. Done. I, I it's mic a, drop. <laughs> it's a copy of a copy of a copy, and it's faded. It, it, the lyrics are about like flying into a fantasy at, at, to Boston, going yeah. to Boston. Like I don't, I couldn't figure out if it's like she's tr- going to Boston, like to make it. Which a like why would you right here. exactly? Not where you go. <laughs> you can't afford to make it. And, 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 B, or B, if she's like reuniting with like an estranged relative and or lover. Yeah, I, yeah. Whatever the fantasy is, if it involves coming to Boston, I suggest flying right the fuck back yeah. out of here unless your fantasy involves being groped by drunk Sox fans in mid-afternoon in front of a 7-Eleven. Mm. 
Yikes. <laughs> is our little plain Jane gonna risk everything? <laughs> risk, <laughs> risk what? To do what? Little plain to go Jane. where? To go to Boston? I guess. It's the intrinsic intensity. And like the the whole song revolves. That, just, that makes me scream intri- every time. Oh. Yeah, you're a writer. I. Oh. It's there's. He's a wronger. He's a wronger. <laughs> he's, he's wronged us all. This whole song revolves around a letter not being signed, apparently. So, like... Or sent. Or sent. So, like, how is she supposed to make any choices as a result of it's unsigned? There's no... I don't know. These songs are all about just, like, women with boring lives, I feel like. I don't know. I... What... Women who what are was yearning. he trying to explore here? I Just don't know. to bed Chris Gaines. Chris, Chris Gaines. <laughs> all of these, all of these, you know, complicated women that have flitted out of Chris Gaines's life like moths around a front porch light. <laughs> It's not good. It's just, it's so, just, it's just so bad. It's, it's just, just so, the way of Chris Gaines. And it's so climaxless. It's yeah. just oh, yeah, so... No, there's no... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't right. know how this story ends. Like, does she, does she risk These are all? his greatest hits, too. Yeah. These are his greatest hits. He was going to write... Apparently, he was going to write entire albums. Like, back... He was going to no. fill in the backstory of Chris Gaines by really? writing entire... He was going to write an album I'm... called the... He was going to star in a movie called The Lamb. I mean, yes, he was going to gonna do all of this shit until this album sold 700,000 copies <laughs> it actually sold 2 million copies but no, it was no 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 they oh, printed really? 2 million copies oh. only 700,000 units were sold oh okay that's why I said the rest were in a crater oh somewhere. yeah that's right and that, okay and that effectively buried Chris Gaines yeah it literally buried Chris Gaines <laughs> in the ground relegated him <laughs> to the rest of everything that was bad about the late 90s to the great yeah. shopping mall in the sky it's yeah yeah, it fucking sucks, man. Let's move on. Let's okay. go to It Don't Matter to the Sun, oh. which, spoiler alert, also sucks. Because <laughs> it don't matter to the sun. It really doesn't. No. It doesn't matter to matter anyone. It doesn't matter to anyone who didn't buy this record. It ain't gonna stop, girl. That's, a, that's about see, all I can take. I, I feel like this should have been like a lesser track on an actual Garth Brooks record. I thought the same thing. This is right. just this is, a regular country song. Yeah, actually. He, he can't quite get the country out of him when he's when he's doing all of this. Yeah, yeah the he, only he slips into the twang a little bit on the song too. Yeah. I think. The only rocking he's doing is rocking my ass to sleep. <laughs> or this rocking, rocking myself back and forth. No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, now that I'm, now that you mention it, we are kind of in a padded cell here. <laughs> Surrounded like, by acoustic no, foam paneling. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rockabye fucking career. Like... You're gonna lose all this weight and flat iron your hair and make everyone think you're fucking like nuts, like absolutely out of your g- mind for high quality outsider art. Like it don't matter to the sun, yeah. my dude. I thought he gained weight. No, 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 no. Did he no. actually even lose weight? He I did. He, he made a big thing about it. His cheeks. In. No, no, he did. He lost like thirty or forty pounds, and then he like made jokes about how he gained it all back later. Yeah, you gotta eat your feelings after this insane decision that you made. <laughs> Fell. Yeah. Like, 
all just the steam- leap of faith directly into a, a an empty pool of concrete. <laughs> he like very quickly backtracked though, right? Like didn't like less than a year later he released like another regular country album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he yeah. never went back to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there was never he mentioned ne- again. He's never mentioned stricken from again. the record. You can't. Then again, he doesn't make it available. It's 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 just it's unavailable. His, it's his greatest shame, I would assume. It, as it should be. As it should. Be. It's a it's one of America's greatest shames, to be honest. <laughs> like it's just an atrocity. <laughs> you know, there's just a museum devoted to the R's of Chris Gaines. I, yeah, I mean, it feels like it. it, it, it I, there should be, except what we'd all rather do is just fucking pretend it doesn't exist. Hide hide behind our bangs forever. Well, if anything is an atrocity on this album, it's this next song. Oh, oh my God. Which is called Right Now. This oh. is stunning. I have yeah. to get the part it's that's really- like... It is it is the boil on the butt of this album. Yes. I'd say this album thus far has been largely forgettable, but I am not going to Never gonna forget. forget this. You're not right now. Forget this. <laughs> so, let's uh This is one for the the Make It Stop uh history books. It's, wow. It's true. No, it really is. This, this is, is what woke Chris This Gaines is Chris Gaines' like. Do They Know It's Christmas? <laughs> Do they know it's Chris Gaines? No, this is his What's Going On. Oh yeah. yeah this is yeah, this <laughs> oh, is the God. What's Going On. This is the Marvin Gaye period yeah. of Chris Gaines' life. Marvin this Gaines. Is, this is the Marvin song. Gaines. Let's go ahead and... This is, he's making his mark. He's, he's got a message that people need to hear it. It's and very timely. Let me tell you what that message is, because we're going to hear it right now. Maybe it's the movies, maybe it's the books, maybe it's the government and all the other crooks. Maybe it's the drugs, maybe it's parents, maybe it's the gangs with the colors that we're wearing. Maybe it's the high schools, maybe it's the teachers, tattoos, pipe bombs underneath the Maybe it's the music, maybe it's the crack, maybe it's the Bible, or could it be the lack? Come on! Oh my god. Jeez. Oh my god! Maybe it's the crack. Maybe it's the Don't Bible, just stand there, the let's lack. get to it. Strike a pose, there's nothing to it. Whoa. <laughs> Come on, woke. <laughs> maybe it's the drugs, maybe it's the parents, maybe it's the gangs and the colors that they're wearing. <sighs> maybe. Maybe. The gangs. Maybe it's the brothers with the mothers with the guns. Maybe it's the addicts and the hippies and the communists. Let me tell you who it's not. It's maybe definitely- it's the president, maybe it's the last, or maybe it's the one before that. And then it ends with, maybe it's the end, (laughs) dramatically. Because the world's going to end without Chris Gaines' hot takes if we end society. this song and just say, maybe it's the end. But maybe it's not. It's like Mac and me. It was like, it's the end, or is it? It's, like, is, it's, it's actually the end, <laughs> let me tell yeah. you. This it's is over. white supremacist, we didn't start the fire. Oh. Yeah. Like, this is this song is racist as fuck. Oh, yeah. It's all these lines about, like, basically, like maybe black people... Keep themselves down. Yeah. Like, essentially, that's yeah. really what he keeps saying over and over again yep. in so many words. Yep. The, mo- the brothers so with the mothers words. with the guns. Yep. 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 Yeah. It's just 
I'm shocked by how, like, elaborately ill-conceived this is. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so shocking. Like, the jarring tonal shift between, like, a lazy old man, like, rapping about the cultural trends he'd like to see get off his lawn, and then just, like, juxtaposed with, come on, people now, yeah. like, fucking yeah. down-home jamboree. Together, but we're all, we're all in this together. Yeah, and then he has this part where his spoken word says something like, if we don't talk about it, it ain't gonna ever get fixed. Come on. Talk to me. Let's talk. I'm just a race realist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Basically. Like, honestly, like, I, I think this is the song that, like, made, made him decide to, like, just shelve this forever. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. I'd like to believe this Maybe I, it's the sex. Maybe it's the system. Judges, lawyers, prisons. End of sentence. <laughs> and you said it. I didn't watch the doc, the whole documentary, but you mentioned that this is supposed yes. to be his like swan song. This like is his... supposed to be the swan song. This is supposed to be when he comes full circle and has his redemption story arc, and he's cured from his sex addiction, and he has his, you know, his beautiful brown girlfriend to to you know save him. And... Really, he's got a black oh, girlfriend. Yes, in... yes, yes. Oh my god, or a, a Latina girlfriend. Oh, Latina maybe. girlfriend. Um and um. A, a this strong is his, woman of color. Yes, of course. Yeah, she because, finally yeah. teaches him how to she helped him not write be a womanizer. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. Yes. Oh, man. Right. And then so this is like his grand, like, ah, let me see if oh I can God. actually find it. Because oh. honestly, like, just hearing him talk about it at the end, the end of the fucking video is just, uh, it's so stunning. Give me give me a quick sec. Okay. Let's... Audiences responded to his new R&B influence sound, snapping up the single <laughs> Snow in July and Drifting Away. <laughs> but Crispy became convinced his label was trying to sabotage Triangle. Yeah. They didn't promote the album. Chris Triangle like they supported it like they should have. The problems that came with Triangle weren't with the people. The problems weren't with the music. Oh my god, look at The problems were with the record label and the industry. One word. Paranoia. The artist takes a position. Hugging. If it's a success, Hugging. I'm moody. If it's a failure, Chris was so angry with the way his label handled Triangle so that he, he looks like to be released um, from his contract. They have a golden goose. I'll think of it in a second. They want to, you know, shove something down Natalie its throat and kill it. <laughs> you know, instead of being happy that they have it. You know. Next, Chris completes his most ambitious project to date. Oh yeah, yes. this is this is his go. most ambitious. It's by far the best piece. Tell me that it's in I have ever got to work on. Oh. When behind the life of Chris Gaines continues. And that is saying something. Chris Gaines' roller coaster ride in rock and roll has lasted more than 15 chart-topping years. Through it all, he somehow managed to stay one step ahead of the times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't hold one up step. well for time. I think Chris's will. It already has. As 1999 got underway, Chris decided to take stock of his career by releasing a greatest hits package. Yeah. He's at this point now where he has to deal with being an adult who makes rock and roll. A sign of Chris's growing maturity can be found have to deal in a with new it. track on the greatest hits album. Right now was the closest that Chris had ever come to recording a protest song. Maybe it's a police, maybe it's a bugs, maybe it's a government and all the other crooks. Maybe it's I try to never get politically involved in anything because like, politics are all screwed up. Yeah, man. I just got sick of the news one night. I guess I just got tired of it. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. In my life. The dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone say. And this is the thing is that also, this was entirely fabricated. He could have come up with anything. And that's what he said. And he wrote his own lines. He wrote it. He created I just this. got tired of the I news, man. Tired of I just it. got tired of it. God, my eyes just rolled so Steaming far back in my head. I saw my poo. brain stem. Like, I... Oh, <laughs> <sighs> oh yeah, the, the part before this where he was talking about oh, the... God. The story, the story he was telling through, like, two Talking Head interviews was part one. Uh, you know, for me, it was the... the the record label was the problem. It wasn't the music. It wasn't the fa- it was the it was the record label. And then like the next interview is like me and the record label. I just figured out that we just need to become partners. <laughs> and it's like that's the emotional that's the, climax. That's the emotional <laughs> climax. Is is oh you uh, your record label is holding you what back. What a rock star. So you uh, negotiate to a uh, yeah you know, and, and yeah. I'm gonna need you to let me write. The conflict this, just goes away. Write this rap rock anthem, man, because I'm tired of the news. <laughs> he is rapping, sort of in the He's uh, oh, rapping verses. Garth Brooks is rapping. Bless him. What? Why? No, curse, no. curse him. Curse him. I, curse him. He's no. not doing the best he ever. Did. No, he's no. not living. No, I wish he would go away. <laughs> did I? All right. Yeah, we, we had been in a little while since we had done a, a nice Godsmack callback, but here we are. <laughs> you gotta get him in when you can. Yikes! And there's still more to go. Y'all. There's quite there's, a bit. There's still more to go. Okay. We Should we move on? Main Street. Main Street. Okay. Oh, yes. And this is another one that I feel like should have just been on a freaking regular Garth Brooks record. Yeah. Yeah, this one he's not, he's doing the accent completely, like, it's just out in full force. Alright, so this is uh, Main Street. Yawn. Mm. Yeah, I wrote Z Z Z Z Z Z Z. It's aggressively forgettable. It's yeah. like as if every single melody, every single line on this song was designed to be as fucking. It's the song that's rolling room over the temperature as possible. The song that's rolling over the closing credits of a rom com. Yeah, but like a, a you know a low budget you know. Yeah. Rom com that nobody's gonna a watch. Hallmark movie rom com. Yeah. yeah. It's a discarded Uncle Cracker song. We didn't want it. It didn't make the album. No. Uh, I feel like I'm drinking 1% milk. <laughs> I just, I'm just, again, I'm just coming back to this idea that, like, you know, I, I'm Garth Brooks, and it's 1999, and I guess I'm just, I'm tired of being very famous and, you know, critically acclaimed and selling millions of records. It's time to slap on a Lisa Rinna haircut and whisper sing some assaultingly boring cliches about small town living over an acoustic guitar. Like, I think that's what people, that's what I need. How are people supposed to react to this? Like, what was the intended effect? I don't know. I don't know. 
Because with all He's this so hype, brave. just He's think so about brave. how much hype went into this. Well, oh, yeah. And how much preparation and how much thought. You know, sometimes we, we listen to music and we talk about music on the show where people, it's clear that, like, they didn't think about this at all. This was, yeah. like, so well, calculated. Yeah. Is, is this just a pitfall in general? Like... Are there any, let's think of other musicians who have had alter egos. Like, are there any that have really worked out? Sasha Fierce. Yeah. I mean, Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Stardust, yeah, I mean. Okay, yeah, Ziggy Stardust, yes. That's like the... Slim Shady. I guess. But... Not really, not working out great for him now. These days, yeah, Yeah. true. Uh, Sasha Fierce, though, forgettable, though, I feel like. I mean, she just became Beyonce, turns turns out. It was just, what was even, Sasha Fierce was just Beyonce with a different name. Right, Right, yeah, Beyonce. Beyonce can do whatever she fucking wants at this point. She can wear a soul patch. She can wear a soul patch and I'll buy everything she's (laughs) selling. I'm just thinking of, you know, like movies that were like aggressively hyped and, you know, huge promotional campaigns. This and is the water world. It's the water world. It's Troy. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> all right. Let's, I'm, I'm ready to wave my Heaven's white flag. Game. ready to wave the white I'm flag? I'm ready. Trust me, I've been ready. But let's, uh, let's move on to the next one. This is called White Flag. This is quite this enough. Is, this is like bargain basement Richard Marks, you know. Yeah. I was thinking like this is like uh, a like a karaoke cover version of like one of the yes. deep cut Lenny Kravitz songs that never made the radio. Yeah, that's just yeah. That is literally. I wrote that it sounds like he's singing karaoke of himself. Like yeah. it sounds like he's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny? Like this. That is kind of like you know what this character. Maybe this is just a way for him to go sing karaoke to Garth Brooks songs. I'm like, he's like, I'll be Chris Gaines. <laughs> I'll just go I to guess. a towny bar and and just the production is. Just so aggressively awful, thin and, and thin high pitched, and, and, and the bass. The it's, just, no it's, bass. it's an obvious what, direct what in. Bass? It's a direct in bass that just seemed like the whatever wherever the controls fell where they may, they just left it as is. Yeah. It's just, I, I just don't understand. Again, this is supposed to be his greatest hits. This is supposed to have spanned his entire, you know, albeit fake career. But think about all the things that supposedly happened to Chris Gaines over this fucking career. Where is the song about, holy shit, I lost my face, you know? like yeah. Or like, what's the song about, like, you know, being a sex addict or like anything that has any sort of emotional depth or like any sort of storytelling whatsoever? There's none of that there's no yeah. reference to any of these things that supposedly no. happened during yeah, his well, there's no song about life. his friend that, di- that his died. Friend that died. His died or there's his, nothing about his complicated father son relationship yeah. all these things we're supposed to just get it by watching the you know the fake behind the music and having him dispassionately like you know mumble about like and then yeah there's you know I did this and it's no, sad I lost my Australian it su- accent it, it all sucks yeah wait yeah every, every part of from this- Australia <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was saying, I or I read I somewhere that like on the Barbie. <laughs> Keith Urban was Man, saying that there was like the, the storyline had like a lot in common with his life, and he was like wondering whether like Garth Brooks just like stole like, like Keith Urban's backstory, Keith Urban's life, and used that as the basis for this alter ego, which wow. is a hilarious idea. Funny. 
Um, what, what, what do we do with this? What is it? Uh, it's, but it, it just, every, every part of it sucks. Like, the documentary was boring, his bad at acting, the songs are boring, and, yeah, and just poorly, you cheesy know. cheesy idioms sung over session music played by some half-hearted dads. And the production, yeah. I think this is, like, the most unpolished album we've listened yeah. to on the show, like, since The Shags. It, it wasn't, yeah, literally oh, wasn't see, listen, mastered. Don't, don't, don't you be messing with my Shags. No, we all do agree that we love The Shags. Yeah. The cat's name is Footfoot. Oh, Where will Footfoot go? What will Footfoot do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely more compelled by the story of Footfoot. There's more of emotional depth and and range uh, in in my pal Footfoot than there is in anything that this fucking album has to offer. And the story is much more compelling than the story of Chris Gaines. Oh, definitely. Oh, completely. Who are parents? <laughs> they parents chain us in the, the basement and they, they play make. make us play the song again and over and over again. <laughs> they make us do this stuff at the town hall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop you, listen to the Shags episode. Yeah, with, uh, it's a good one. Yeah, 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 it, it really is it. good. It really is and, good uh, one to go back to. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, I'm not going to be closer. calling back to this album, I think, on any future episode. I think I might call back to right now. Uh, I, think I mean, that's, right that's now. That's one for the yeah, Patreon, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We got a couple, two, three more here. Yeah, yeah let's let's move it along. So this one is uh, called uh, Digging for oh, Gold. Oh, Jesus. And yeah. I would say, keep, this... keep digging. Out on the water. All right. Uh, it's like no, there's a lot of nope going on here. We get, it, it's it's sad because they like get you, you know. There's a little bit of like, oh, maybe he's gonna do a country song, yeah. like, and and it's, and it's start- really saying something if I'm excited to hear a fucking country song. Uh, yeah, like, it starts off as oh, this is a not bad Garth twangy song. warbly guitar, and it at least has some rhythm to it. But nope, he's gonna just sing in a thin whine about being attracted to a teenager. I guess. That's, yeah, that's and all she's a gold digger. That bitch. It's yeah. The problem that every- it is. The way of the girl. Every rich white guy faces. Does yes. this girl love me for me? No, of course not. Or for my money. Something we can all relate to. Being a millionaire, being, you know, the ladies are trying yeah. to take all your money. All your hard-earned money. Just yep. like the, you know, brown people are taking your jobs. Come yeah. on. I like songs about the rich where you're supposed to side with the rich guy. Yeah, really, really compelling art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... <sighs> Yeah, nobody cares, like, about your plight, dude. And it definitely doesn't sound like Chris Gaines cares, either. It's just... Is this about wait. Chris Gaines himself, or I is he telling think, a story? I think it's Chris Gaines telling a story. I don't know. I think it's Garth Chris Gaines Brooks, never wed, right? It's Garth Brooks as Chris Gaines telling a story. <laughs> you couldn't tie down that Gaines. He never wed, right? He. I, so did th- he marry the? Did he marry and divorce anyone? I don't know, dude. But all I was thinking was like, I, I this is when I started like because it was so boring. I was like desperately trying to find like something to like dig into and psychoanalyze here. So I'm like, okay, digging for gold. Were you digging for gold, Chris? Did you believe that this was gonna be a hit? Did you really believe? 
believe in this artwork? You obviously did to some level because you committed so much to it. Or was it just a controlled demolition so you could lower the world's expectations of you after just fucking, you know, selling millions of copies and just feeling like you couldn't live up to to your myth. I don't know. I mean, and again, I, it's... I, it, I could really go either way on that explanation, though. Like, who fucking knows? Who knows? And also, who cares? the internal machinations, machinations were in this man's brain and it's just telling, led to this finished product. It's just telling as fuck that, like, he has, like, nothing to do with this record anymore. Right. Right, all that commitment went out the window as soon as people didn't didn't appreciate it for what it was, yeah. you know? But he didn't it's even like try Bowie to defend with, it. It's like Bowie with Never he Let was, Me Down. Yeah, yeah. Or The Return of Bruno, honestly. Right, right. It Bruce all Willis. comes back to Bruno. If there's anything I've learned on this show, <laughs> is every album can be tied to The Return of Bruno. Or Broken Side. <laughs> or, uh, or Whatever by Godsmack. Uh, yeah, right. I don't know. There's nothing. We're we're now at song number 11 or whatever, and there's still no narrative no. to be found. Like, there's still no story arc or, or you know, conclusion. There's no climax. Yeah, there's... there's there's nothing here to suggest that this was a tortured, you know, artist. No, like working through his shit. There's just nothing. All I all I see You're, is like <laughs> a bunch of like B roll shit that like Garth Brooks was just toying around with. It's the musical equivalent of an Ann Taylor loft. It just is so. Those are the only How pants. Many that I don't know. Those are the only pants that fit me though. <laughs> and that's more tortured than yeah. <laughs> the yeah. emotional depth. I mean, like the of fact the struggle of of putting on chinos. Yeah, there's no torture. Not again. None. None of the story. The, the presumed story behind any of this. Remember that he was using this to put. To prop up a movie release, yeah, like a whole, a whole a movie, like, a yeah, whole but the movie Chris never even Games. Went into I know, but that's what's so. This, yeah, he called it a pre-soundtrack. A like what? Does, Chris Gaines' empire that just what? like was, did not come oh through, dude. It's it's he just Homer Simpson into the bushes after this. <laughs> yeah, just, what? what? Chris Gaines? No, nothing to do. I don't know what happened. I was sleepwalking. Um, so was I throughout this entirety of this album. I think this next song is pretty ambitious. I think this is his Sgt. Pepper's. Oh, yes. The Mellotron. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's... This is called Maybe. It sure is. You know. Even the, like, Beatles song is non-committal. Maybe. Never falling from the nest. Do that you came and went there you go. in a little situation. I'm just, I can't do it anymore. See, these are my influence. I'm influenced by the Beatles, man. Can't you tell by the Mellotron? Oh, my God. Just maybe this will be over soon. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, actually, definitively, it will be over soon. I mean, yeah, I, I. It's just, I hadn't listened to this, and I, I don't even know if I listened to the whole thing when I initially got it. But, like, when I listened to that, I just, like. And heard the the Mellotron come in, and I was just like, I just audibly groaned. I was just like, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it's just, it's more tepid falsetto, like, sung by the living avatar of a tribal tattoo. Like, I... <laughs> 
with these swellingly empty lyrics that go absolutely fucking nowhere, as as usual. Um, Intrinsic intensity. It's like music made by aliens where, like, a time capsule crashed (laughs) in the planet, but the only thing in the time capsule was, like, Train's discography. (laughs) Like, an alien trying to figure out how to sound like Train. (sighs) You know, even conceive of what that is. (laughs) It's, It's such a different society on their planet that this is the best this is the closest they could come to train when that's your goal (laughs) god uh there's a line on this song that i think sums things up pretty well okay and i I appreciate him saying this oh god which is excuse me if i'm keeping you apart from better conversation (laughs) (laughs) you're not excused (laughs) if i'm keeping you from listening to the sound of a fork in your garbage disposal (laughs) oh my god can can this whole thing and just go back to australia (laughs) fake australia where from whence this it came this is a baby a dingo should have eaten oh my god a dingo should have made off with chris gaines oh i'm chris gaines (laughs) chris gaines from brisbane i'm a sex addict (laughs) (laughs) this is compelling storytelling Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> we could do the, la- the last song if you want. Oh, we, oh, we yes. sure can and we Put shall. Uh, let's do it. So, this is the final final track. My love tells me so. And when I do you know Now, this is the song that I think you could do a sick Vaporwave remix of. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. This is very Vaporwave. This is very, like, music that. music as, like, you know, artless commerce. Yeah. I mean, when you get synth trumpets in a, in a, in a fucking song, then you're you know. You're trying you're to sound like Chicago, but you're not using actual real horns. Yeah, but filtered through, like, yeah. a, a a mall speaker. Like, I yeah. Don't, yeah. It paints a picture of a, you know, a silicon panel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is... A beige silicon panel. And this is the culminating moment of this. I mean, this is the final statement of Chris okay. Gaines. Like, true, the last thing... His greatest hit. His greatest, his greatest hit. hit. The, the... Why didn't the he emo- end with the, with the, with the rap rock? Uh, oh, my God. I know. The emotional depth of this album ranges from sad Chris Gaines in a bandana to vaguely distressed Chris Gaines with steeple fingers and a turtleneck. Steeple <laughs> fingers. <laughs> like that and that yeah. and, and this really sums it all up. When you end with this like random like kind of like pseudo Beatles harmonizing and like a jaunty Billy Joel synth piano line like I don't <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> what? It all just comes It's so back baffling. To why? It's uh, Why? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Well, I don't think we're ever going to get the answer. I wish we had been listening to Chris Gaines's uh, fake third album, Fornicopia. That one sounded really fun. <laughs> I, my personal favorite is Triangle. Oh, yeah. I like Triangle. <laughs> Fornicopia. Fornicopia. Like, honestly, like, Wait, so Fornicopia it, is pretty genius. Fornicopia is the fourth one. Let me guess, Triangle's the third album? No, because Triangle was the one that, like, failed. They all failed. Well, no, but I mean, but like, it's the one that made him rethink 
think his whole relationship with the record label. Yeah, but they oh worked it out. God. They became. He, he just realized they needed they to be partners. They just became partners. partners yeah. yeah. The name of the fake band was Crush, right? Yeah, Crush. Crush. What's the name? What's the the Mr. Show sketch where it's uh oh yeah the 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 fake Oasis is called Smush. <laughs> <laughs> We have smoosh. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. <sighs> Except joyless and inert. God, I'm exhausted now. I, I just, know. like, take a million naps. It, it is a million it naps. It, like, if you want to take a nap, listen to this record. You will fall... Right asleep. Right asleep. Yeah. It, but it's not a soothing nap. It'll, no. It'll be a fitful, a fitful restless like, sleep. like, sweaty, like, you know, yeah. interspersed with dreams about, like, m- juggling clowns and mellotrons and soul <laughs> yeah. patches. It'll all look like really bad, like 1994, like computer animation. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a, a and vaporwave sleeper hit. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is good for the vaporwave heads. Yeah. The vapor heads. The, the vape heads. The vapors. The vapors. <laughs> I got the vapors. I wish I had the vapors. I wish I, I felt anything resembling a feeling after this. I, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I, know. I know. But, I mean, it was... Amusingly bad. We made it through, everybody. We Guys, made it through. we did Yay. great. Yay. Let's clap for something. <laughs> well, Let's feel a feeling. We do need to rate the album. We do. Oh. And as our guest, Lisa, you get to decide what our quantifier is for the rating of this album. So from zero to negative five of something... Well, let's just go with the soul patch. Of course. Yes. Uh, just shreds, yes. How shreds many of soul, soul patch. patches. Oh, man. How many soul patches? Negative soul patches. Because this album has negative soul. It actually sucked my soul right out from inside me. And uh, it'll it'll take some cleansing to get it back. Um, all right. So do you want to go first, Lisa? The soul patch? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would give it zero soul patches. Like zero soul patch. Like one wispy little chin hair. So zero price. is true neutral. It means that oh, it's like a neutral. negative five oh, is oh, the I worst. See. I see. I see. And then like beyond well, then, that is you're breaking the scale. It must be really yeah, terrible. Yeah. I would say it's a negative four. Mm-hmm. Negative four soul patches. Yeah. Negative yeah, minus four souls. <laughs> four soul patches cast into the void and made negative. <laughs> and why? And why do you give it that rating, Lisa? Well, I, I still, I still want to give them props for trying. I still just want to uh, give them, you know. I, I don't want to hate Garth Brooks for this. I mean, I don't hate Garth Brooks. No. I, I hate Chris hate Gaines. Is a I hate Chris. Word. I know. I hate Chris Gaines. Like Chris Gaines, like you just want to like throat punch him. Like, yeah. like oh my god, react to something here. Poof. Um, like bless bless you for like trying to branch out, but don't ever do that again. Don't know. And he never did. Well, I don't respect. Um, <laughs> I don't respect him for trying. Um, I don't. No, we I don't give Brown. Any points. I mean, nice. I respect him for bowing out as quickly as he yes. did. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, for. I, it, he made the right call scrubbing this from the internet. You yes. Know, it, it's, yeah. If you didn't have a physical copy, we wouldn't have been able to do this episode and we would have all been better off. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But uh, here we are. That all being said, I I just I do feel like this is just like a nothing album. It's mm-hmm. just nothing. Yeah. It's the same feeling as listening to nothing when you hear the songs. <laughs> yeah. With the exception of right now, like yeah, I mean, but, right I, now but we had to unfortunately like come up with witty things to say about it. So yeah. Um, it, 
that's a little harder than nothing. So it's kind of like it's a nothing album. It's it's just it just exists. I'm gonna give it a negative three. Mm-hmm. Middle of the road. All right. You know, it didn't affect me strongly enough to give it a, a lower score, a worse score, um, because it's nothing. So yeah. It gets a negative three. All right. All right. Um, yes. So. It's hard. It's hard. I because I agree with you, Mike. I think the music itself. If you were just judging this based on the music, which you know we really we do on the show, we have to rate the album itself. Um, I would probably also give it a negative three or whatever because it's it's nothing, but it's like it's offensively nothing. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 so uh, like ambitiously it's an nothing, ambitious right? Nothing, yeah. It's like really a, a, such a such a disaster because you know. That, um, but, but not... N- <sighs> it feels like squeezing, like, a planet-sized orange and getting, like, a drop of juice from yeah, it. Yeah, right. right, exactly. Yeah, this is very flavorless. This is the, the Miracle Whip open face sandwich of music. Um, which, if I think about it, if I looked at, if somebody handed me a Miracle Whip open face sandwich, I would be fucking pissed off. I would be like, this is, I'm sending this back. This is fucked up. So, a negative three... Point five, and I maybe would have gone lower, but I think the fucking documentary is just so funny. Like that, <laughs> that in and of itself, like really it's, redeemed it's, this for yeah. me. Um, it was so so funny, and you do have to kind of admire the level of of you know initial commitment that went into something that was such a so it's so destined to be a failure from the very start. Like anybody with any any level of sense must have seen you know this coming that this was you know. A terrible idea. And um, I think we get some really entertaining shit when artists are surrounded by yes men that just tell them, all right, go ahead. You know, you've sold this many uh, records, so you can do no wrong. That's where a lot of the shit that we discuss on this uh, show comes from, is that that same level of hubris. hubris. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for that, I'll give it a negative 3.5 soul patches. All right. And uh, so that means, that brings us to the end of our show. We want to thank you, our wonderful guest, Lisa McColgan, for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you. And now you get a chance to, uh, you know, redeem the past hour and a half of your life by uh, shouting out anything that you got going on that we should uh, pay attention to. Well, Bikini Whale is playing in Mashfield. Mash Vegas, uh, May 18th. We're playing with um, another tribute band, a Pretenders tribute band, Pretendica. Um, So, and then uh, stay tuned for Stay Scary. Um, Cool. Definitely. Um, Got a few episodes kind of mapped out and some guests lined up already, so. Very cool. And if you want to have me on and talk about the cool kids that have sex and die. Yes. All right, everybody. Well, thank you uh, for listening, Stoppies. Uh, We got more episodes coming up. And should we announce our very exciting season finale? (gasps) It's a live taping of our season finale, which we are going to do on Sunday, I think June 2nd, at uh, Somerville Media Center's Vox Pop pop-up location in Assembly Row. We are going to have a wonderful cast of previous uh, guests, um, and maybe we'll keep those ones a little secret for now, but you should... uh, Big, big, big names. Big names. Big names in the Stopiverse. In the Stopiverse. So we're really excited. From some classic episodes making comebacks. Yes. 
Yes, and we're very pumped about it. We uh, we just confirmed a whole bunch of them the other day. So um, so add it to your calendar, Stoppies. June second, uh, we're gonna be man. I know. Should we just tantalize them. Let's it... tantalize you. We're gonna leave this. Uh, yeah. So make sure that you like, rate, and subscribe, and uh, support us, and uh, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts on iTunes or Spotify or uh, wherever else. We are at www.makeitstoppodcast.com. Uh, you can email us at makeitstoppodcast at gmail.com and you can find us on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram and Twitter at makeitstopcast um, and uh, yeah stay tuned we'll leave it at that we'll uh, you know we'll send hey, you some little teasers hey tweet at us try and guess oh, who the guests are going to be whatever yes some, a little a little fan engagement with the stoppies yeah you know, we love that no one ever tweets at us we want to be tweeted at tweet at us just tweet at us just tweet the words Chris Gaines let us know let us know that you Let's get Chris Gaines trending. <laughs> hashtag Chris Gaines. Nothing else. Don't tweet anything else with it. Just tweet hashtag Chris Gaines. Send. Oh, man. All right. Thanks, Stoppies. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. The Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick, and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.